Hello, and welcome back to Thornvale, to our... God damn it, what do we call these freaking things? Behind the Veil! Behind the Veil. <laughs> welcome back to another Behind the Veil episode. It has, um, it's been a minute since we finished the vampire arc, um, but we're gonna talk about it and try to remember all the things. So, yeah, just, uh, if we forget things, sorry, it's been, like, two months since we recorded. Because we didn't have time yeah. to record it before a it lot is, of things happened. It hasn't before actually many been things. two months. It's, it's been, been an entire it's been month. It's been very long. Okay, I yeah. may have exaggerated slightly. It's been a while, all right? <laughs> It feels Very like true. it's been like five yeah. months. It does feel like <laughs> it's been yes, because we took forever and we never recorded anything. It was very sad. Okay, so yes. what did you guys think of the last arc? Just to remind you, this arc did start way back with you guys meeting, like, Severin. It actually started with Oliver saying, hey, I have a weird feeling, and Sammy looking in his brain and realizing he was missing time. So that's where this arc actually starts, just to remind everyone. I'm, um, I mean, I... I liked it. Oh, sorry. No, no, I was just going to say, like, I really enjoyed it. I think it was interesting having another, like, direct NPC that was related to the events of the arc specifically that we ended up meeting really fast and lucking into joining the team. I don't think that was necessarily supposed to happen. I'm sure you'll talk about that later. But it was it was an interesting arc just from the standpoint of we met somebody that was outside of the usual group and they were kind of a focal point for events in the arc. So that was pretty cool. For sure. And it was just interesting in general, even though it really sucked at the very end fighting stuff that we probably shouldn't have fought, but somehow did. <laughs> I succeeded. Yeah. Barely. <laughs> I really enjoyed everything as a whole. It was really intense. I was stressed the whole time in a good way. <laughs> And um, I really liked that. Uh, I really liked that instead of it just being some random person, like got killed or you know like went missing or something, it was an NPC that we already knew that kind of stumbled on the mystery. Like Oliver was the one that brought it to us. I that was it's different than normal, so I liked that. Like kind of Oliver brought the mystery to us. Yeah, I thought that was a fun way to kind of incorporate, like, the way that you guys have, have had him, like, infiltrate the uh, the Blackout Society. I thought that'd be kind of Blackout a fun society. way Blackout society. to bring yeah. them and him in on it, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think it was also the closest we've ever come to possible complete player kill-off. <laughs> no, no, it was not. <laughs> Are you sh- are you sure? I, mean, we were no, I still close. think we were closer in the nightmare. You were closer in the nightmare arc because this one. I think this is the closest that Bjorn has been to dying in a while. Yeah, in, in a while, a while yes. Yeah. But the nightmare arc TPK. again. Everybody I had all, at the yeah. same time. I had all of you down to one hit point in yeah. the nightmare arc. Yeah. Hmm. I think we were all down to at least two hit points in this one, so it was close, yeah, it but was, not quite as. Close. It was a brutal fight, but it wasn't quite. As yeah. And Plus, that was... you guys, I will say, it was probably a more brutal fight because you guys came into it full health. True. Or mostly yeah. full health. That's true. Having been blown up several times. And knowing the monster's weakness. Like, we had silver. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. And we were using silver. He was just a 
big just a beefy master boy. vampire, yeah. <laughs> I realized in hindsight, I should have just been using big whammy the whole time because it's armor yeah, defeating. Yeah, armor defeating. Like, I should have just been using big whammy the entire time. You should have just spammed it. <laughs> but I thought that, like, silver was going to do more damage or something. No. But I should have just spammed big whammy the entire time and just laid him out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would have given you more dead. opportunities to take more damage, too, if you were the only one doing damage That's to true. Him. I would probably be dead. <laughs> Another, like, initial thought I had on the arc is I really enjoyed the monster was more of a thinker. So, like, you know, he was, like, a step ahead of us pretty much the entire time. So it was interesting fighting a monster that had, like, tactics, for lack of a better Not that other ones haven't, but it felt different than our normal find the monster, find out how to hurt it, go find it, go kill it. Whereas this one, it was like the monster was yeah, playing with us the whole time. Yeah, this one actually laid traps for us. Yeah. <laughs> that you walked into so easily. That we walked right into. We did walk, but my character has fulfilled his uh, usual role as being the punching bag, so... <laughs> Oliver almost died. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, several of you almost Oliver died. Almost died. Several of a us. A couple yeah. times, really. All right. Um. So, what was your favorite part of the last arc? Oh, jeez. I definitely think the slow reveals of Severin's backstory, especially like, um, when Sammy accidentally t- like telepathied into his brain long term and we got those little snippets of like what happened to him without actually having exposition those were probably my favorite parts (laughs) i was actually gonna say the exact same thing like the way that all got revealed like as a writer just like really makes me happy you know because that wasn't something i could have like particularly planned for but the way it worked out Mm -hmm. was like really perfect and i didn't just have to you know, vomit exposition at you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun because, True. like, we yeah. joked the whole time, like, oh, he's a vampire or something weird or, like, you know, and, like, he's a dampier. So it was <laughs> it was kind of he? right but kind of not. He? And it was really yeah. cool learning the, the real, like, short of it, is you know. Is he or isn't he? We eventually. don't know. You know, it was cool how it all broke out. Mm-hmm. You still think you don't know? Hmm. <laughs> don't know what? What he is. No, no, we know what he is. Oh, okay. No, we know what he is came now. Out, just uh, at the time, yeah. it was. You were just talking about saying, at the time. Yeah, I'm saying like the, yeah. before we were always joking, like, "Oh, he's a vampire!" Like he's got all. It the was tells. really funny listening to you guys yeah. think he's a vampire because yeah. I knew obviously from the beginning I knew what he was. Yeah. So like it was funny. Like, uh, well, you're you're close. You're not quite there, but you're close. Hey, I think Sammy was the only one that said that she wasn't sure he was a vampire. <laughs> I know Bjorn was totally convinced. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't. Me as the player was not completely convinced as a vampire. I do think Wesley said a couple times, like, I'm not sure if he's actually a vampire. Yeah. I knew he was something, but I... Uh, So what what were y'all's... What was y'all's favorite part? Um, I think I kind of already said it, but just the fact that the monster was toying with us the whole time and, like, (laughs) pulling the wool over on us, like, that was a bit different than usual. Because it's a bit more human of a monster. So... He was able to do things that other monsters couldn't. I think I would say that the best or just just for the just for dramatic sake was at the end where we had to basically do the dive roll to crash through the window to immediately begin to <laughs> uh lay down the hurts. I 
I just I want I want a single frame of that as art. Like the window's broken and we're landed there, and there's that moment of si- absolute silence, and then everything just yeah. goes off. <laughs> Yeah, that was a great scene. I love that too. Yeah. I love that that's how you guys decided to, to do it. That's that's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Catch them by surprise. Yeah. So where do you think things are going from here? Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. I, I really hope that us saying enough times now that we've been working on the fort on the sidelines means we have the fort back. Like, we've been saying for a long time that we've been trying to get work done on it. And last arc before the vampires, we finally said stuff. So hopefully that's actually moving along now and the it's becoming a priority to get done. Without saying anything specific, I will say that if the other two were aware of some conversations I've been having with Susanna, <laughs> they would be very concerned. Well, thanks for telling me that now. <laughs> thanks for not You're ruining welcome. Gen Con by, you know, waiting until after Gen Con to tell me that. Yeah. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> I do so enjoy our little talks. I thought Bjorn got through this. Uh, I don't really know where things are going from here for sure. I guess uh, we still have to deal with the Miguel awkwardness. We still haven't totally resolved that. Nope. Uh, Sammy still hasn't talked to him at all. Yeah. They've been in each other's presence, but they haven't talked. Not really. (laughs) So... We gotta, we gotta deal with that. I'm sure I can think about something for that. Maybe I already have. Well, another one that we've got is now that hopefully, like a less concerning problem is done with you know the vampire. Hopefully, there's open space for us to look into the blackout society now and actually like. I do love that you called it a less concerning problem. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's a big concern, but what I'm getting at is, like, the Blackout Society knows of us, but they're not an imminent threat to the town, whereas, like, a vampire lord is an imminent threat to the town. Yes. (laughs) So my hope is that we'll be able to start looking into them, and maybe that's the next thing, you know? Maybe. Or The Blackout Society Mm. kind of helped you guys this time. Yeah, or maybe, like, the the next thing is going to be finally getting some information on how to get rid of Jadis or how to find the empty man. And, you know, like maybe like that'll move along because that's stuff that we're trying to do on the background too. So I'm kind of hoping that some of the background stuff hopefully it'll be comes empty to man. the forefront at this point in the season. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm still of the opinion that we need to get rid of Jadis before we can do anything because she's a huge problem. She is a big yeah. problem. What's yeah, we need to get rid of Jadis. Though, I'll say. Yeah, she was helpful, but still needs to be gotten rid of. <laughs> I was just trying to scroll back through my messages with Susanna to see if there's anything I forgot, Ooh. but it's all secret stuff. It's all secret stuff. <laughs> well, that's fun. Uh, all secret. All right, oh, no. what do you want to happen next? I've already said what I want to have happen next. I okay. want to get rid of Jadis, <laughs> and I want the fort. Okay. And I want to take care I'll of the Blackout Society. that I want to happen. Uh, that I've talked to Susanna about that I, I feel like, you know, we could talk about is that something that we didn't get to cover is that in the two weeks in between, like there was two weeks between this arc and the last arc, um, Sammy has been like diving headfirst into researching 
uh, spells and how to write her own spells. So I would love to see in like the future arc just going into that a little bit more like of Sammy trying to become like a spell writer basically mm. and trying to prove to Miguel that he is Ooh. wrong. <laughs> I would love that. That would be oh really my. cool. Yeah. I'm just that concerned that anything so she writes now is going to be the only concern I have, like, I agree. Like, I would love Sammy to start writing her own spells and, like, A, prove Miguel wrong mm-hmm. in that aspect that they can do new things and, B, just kind of come into her own and, like, become more powerful in a way. But the only concern I have is that it could be influenced by your writer, but hopefully not. Yeah. And once, it, uh-huh. I like, like, ideally, that we eventually get rid of Jadis and then that's not a concern anymore. Then anything you write is completely yeah. witch child magic. Which is just inherent. <laughs> yeah, magic, her so. goal would be to make it completely like clean yeah, magic. Yeah, clean you know? magic. I but like that. Clean yeah. magic. Yeah. Pure magic. Yes, clean magic. Because she's not corrupted Untainted. Like, from the rift. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> she might be a little corrupted at this maybe point. Maybe just a little. Maybe once they get rid but of I mean, the last so go Maybe away. I'm wrong, but like my, my perspective on it is she's not corrupted. She's just got somebody corrupting her actions but i don't think it's actually like corrupting she has her. a corruption yeah. she is yeah. not corrupted <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's fair <laughs> yeah yeah at least as far as we know as far as we know anybody else have something they want to happen next i i want i would hope that henry can dig up some something on the empty man because that is that is still terribly important to him, and he realizes he's not going to be doing it the way he thought of, possibly, but it's not going to just disappear. So it's going to be interesting. Okay. All right, so next question. Let's talk about things that didn't happen. Uh, okay. So basically everything <laughs> important happened. <laughs> There was, like, maybe one thing that I'm not entirely certain I should tell you guys that happened. What? Or that didn't happen. Um, hmm. But, yeah, some things what? happened that I didn't ha- expect, which was that you guys did find out about the mayor being a vampire and then murdered him. Um, Wasn't really expecting you to kill the mayor. Well, we so, didn't try to kill the mayor. He we attacked had no us. No, no, I know, no. Maybe murder's the wrong word. Killing the mayor. I didn't expect that. Yeah. <laughs> um So that's basically going to change how I was planning on doing some things, but that's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah, he's he's gone. He he's he's gone. <laughs> oh yeah, he dead. He's super he's, dead. He's um, really dead. He's dead. Dead boy. So yeah, that that was unexpected. Um, so I'm kind of gonna save some things for the next arc or two. But yeah, you guys have set into motion some interesting things, but that technically didn't ha- doesn't have anything to do with this arc, and I I can't tell you about it yet. So, hmm. um, it's concerning. I I fully expected Severin to die at some point. And now he's not. But we did really good. That, oh, I totally forgot. That was like my favorite part of the arc was the team kill with Bjorn and Sammy yeah. to kill Raul and save Severin. Yeah. That was that awesome. Was that was freaking cool. awesome. That was super cool. That was cool. so cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I super love that. That was really, really cool. I did not... I could not figure a way you guys were going to get out of that one. I thought for sure he was just going to snap his neck. If I, if I would not, if I would not have taken Jinx and I would have taken any other level up, it would not have happened. No, you'd been screwed. The only reason we were able to do it is because I took Jinx. Like I failed enough to get Jinx and that is the only reason we were able to pull that off. Yeah. That's just, that's just one of the reasons that I love Monster of the Week as a system yeah like that wouldn't have happened unless you had failed enough like that's a cool way of thinking about it you know yeah like you grew as a person as a character because of your failures and you and because of that you were able to (laughs) save someone yeah like that's awesome yeah exactly exactly that is very very cool so yeah I, i can't really talk about what didn't happen um because you guys basically went almost all the way to midnight so Mm. uh basically the the daughter wasn't uh brutally murdered uh the mayor's daughter wasn't brutally murdered but other than that like basically everything else Mm -hmm. great awesome cool awesome love that for us uh do you guys have any questions for me about this last arc is severin gonna make a return um it's not really about the arc i guess but I guess maybe. I'm not going to say he's not. I just don't have any particular plans for him to at this moment. But I also didn't have any plans for Oliver to come back that one time. Um, uh, so he did. You know. So. Who knows? I guess yeah. it's possible. You guys have his number. That's true. Were we supposed to luck into having Severin on our team like so early? No. No, I did not. Ex- I thought he was going to get away with- from you that one time and he would have been kind of like in the background and you guys trying to catch him a couple times. <laughs> yeah. No, I did not expect you to have him so early. So that, yeah, that did kind of change where things went. But I really, really enjoyed it. I loved having him yeah. as part of your guys' group for this whole time. Like that was really fun. Yeah. That's it awesome. was cool getting to play this character like this whole time. It's like, I'm not going to tell you nothing. <laughs> we were so uh, awkward around we him. Yeah. So awkward. Yeah. <laughs> it just threw off the whole group dynamic. I swear to God, like every time you guys way. were talking to him, I just had Jeopardy music playing in the back of my brain. Dude. Yeah, don't do that. new guy. But yeah, it was just this awkward, quiet, like nobody knew what to make of him, which was really fun. So... Yeah, I yeah. had a lot of fun with that. And he didn't know what to make of you guys either. Like, he figured out you were Dragonites and was just like, well, time to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm done. I feel like that's actually probably why he didn't, or like he trusted Sammy initially is because both of them are like magical by birth, you know? Like, they didn't choose it it was just kind of given to them i feel like that might be why he trusted sammy when she said that she was a witch child that is definitely why she trusted sammy was magical by birth henry was magical by birth they didn't yeah but you're different well that's different though it's not though it's just an inherently magical being giving that their parents were a bad creature a bad magical creature Mm, okay yes okay you know not someone that is seen as good okay yeah like, witches are corrupted. Vampires are corrupted. They are born from those people. That's true. You yeah. know, okay. like, they're kind of on the same team in that regard. Totally fair. So I guess I can kind of ask you guys, did you guys see Dampier coming? 
I'm pretty sure most of you did, but because Andrew, Not, I know, told like I, told I thought he was thought a. He was I thought I think Wesley See, I said it at one point. I think Wesley yeah. said it early on, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like. I knew what a Dampier was, but I wasn't thinking Dampier. I don't know why, but I was thinking more along the lines of either a vampire that hunted other vampires for some reason, for some reason, or something along the lines of like a witcher, where like witchers kind of change yeah. themselves to be able to fight monsters. I thought maybe he had somehow changed himself to vampire blood. It just didn't click that Dampier was an option until the end. So, I Which is funny coming, because you yeah. said to me one night like before the end, you're like, huh, I wonder if Raul is his dad. Yeah. Like just randomly off the cuff and I'm just sitting here like, well, can't say anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I didn't I pick up on it. I had never heard silence. of a Dampier, so I definitely didn't think that he was one. I, you know, D&D class aside, I don't know what the D&D class blood hunter is, but for some reason I was thinking he was some kind of blood hunter, like, I don't know, like, just, like, connected to blood and hunting creatures in that way, hmm. but I, I didn't really know what he was. I, I will say, that's one thing I, I will add to, like, things I didn't expect, was I thought when Severn went mad, you guys were gonna <laughs> get your asses kicked. I thought that was going to be a lot worse of a fight for you guys. But you guys did a really good job containing yeah. him. Uh, yeah. Even if the silver didn't work at all. <laughs> yeah. It kind of worked. Wesley, did you did you see, obviously, you saw Dampier coming. I believe I did mention it at one point as a possibility. I wasn't sure of it until, until the reveal was almost on top of us, I don't okay. think. But I, if I recall correctly, I did mention it kind of in passing at one point, but... I mean, what can? Hey, blame my exhaustive knowledge of fantasy and fiction novels because I can I can point you directly oh, toward the novel that I toward the novel <laughs> that, that that came from was. Uh, it's actually vampires. If anyone's curious, it's basically pirates and vampires together. It's cool. Of course, uh, that, that's cool. That does sound like really fun. Of course, that does sound very lie. fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, does anyone else have any questions for me? Anything about whatever? Hmm. About whatever. Well. uh... What's the next arc about? How's uh, how are we gonna kill the how are we gonna kill the next creature and all that? Oh, this isn't really a question, just kind of a comment, like on the subject of Sammy and Severin. Uh, I I was thinking about it, and I think one of the other reasons why Sammy felt like so empathetic towards Severin, especially towards the end, is that they both had crap dads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Like, Sammy does tend to glom uh, onto people with crap that dads. Way. Yeah, yeah. Like Sammy's dad was a drunk and kind of useless, but at least he didn't try to like drown her in a bathtub of blood. <laughs> like of blood. Yeah. yeah. That's one so. thing that I really enjoy. That was like kind of a subtle hint to you guys. That was a that was kind of a red herring. Was that he was afraid of water, and you guys were like, oh, yeah. "He's crossing water, a problem for you." And I was just like, "I knew you were yeah. gonna think that," and it was oh. kind of funny because I wasn't sure I was gonna get the chance. Like, yeah. that's the cool thing about having Severin so early. Is like, there were so many things about him that I wasn't sure I was gonna get to reveal because I didn't think you guys mm -hmm. would like have him so early. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like in that little comic I drew of Oliver and Sammy with like the checklist of vampire traits. And then Sammy's like, I don't know. It's a little unclear. <laughs> All right. Uh, any more questions? 
so the one that I had, like, I think we got it to through flashbacks and you alluding to it in the flashbacks, but I think part partially because of how long it's been since we recorded and I don't think it was direct. What was exactly like the deal with Raul and Severin's mom? Like what, what did he do to her? I don't know if that came through or not. Like what was exactly like what happened with what he did? I'm guessing, uh, can we make guesses before you say? Yeah, you can make guesses. My guess is that he turned her and then Severin had to kill her. Yeah. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Okay. So So first he impregnated her and then he turned her afterwards. Okay. Gotcha. So, yep, that's that's the But when Severin was a kid, he tried to drown him in a pool of blood or a bathtub of blood. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was was a dampier from birth right you know yeah, so he was trying to, to turn him, like, him more towards the vampire side vampire. right he was trying to make yeah. him want it basically yeah exactly okay. it didn't yeah. work out very well yeah oh uh, yeah <laughs> Raul is not very <laughs> much made the opposite of that yeah yeah <laughs> any more questions how close was oliver to dying uh one hit point away oh my because he's got less than us right <laughs> yeah he's got less than you if one of you had failed your heel roll, he would have been dead. So, oh my gosh. You know. I, we're just all lucky that didn't happen. Not just because like I don't want to lose Oliver, obviously, but also because but Sammy, Sammy would have gone and on a rampage. Like, just, just, yeah. A rampage. Yeah. Sammy would have gotten herself killed. <laughs> yes. Sammy would be dead. Oh, I was going to say, one thing I thought was really funny from this one was you guys thinking that uh, Severin had gotten away when he'd been kidnapped. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> yep. That was pretty funny yeah. to me. Because I, I never said that he, you saw him getting away. You just saw a car. Uh, all right. So what kind of fan art would you guys like to see from this arc? Uh, I believe I mentioned earlier the... Uh busting through the window absolutely uh, moment yes and uh i want the the team kill with bjorn and sammy all right as a comic panel i might try to draw that but i don't know if i'll be able to pull it off that's a challenge I would love to see the initial meeting sequence in the donut shop, right? Where they're all there. Oh, with well, the there goes there goes exactly <laughs> what, the ice cream there goes exactly yeah. what I was about to say. I was going to say I want the three of us eating. Um, was it donuts or ice cream? ice cream? I thought it was ice cream. Or ice cream. Ice cream shop. Yeah. Right. Right. I was eating ice cream with Raul and Oliver. That's what I want. <laughs> Severin. Severin. Oh, shoot. Yeah. yeah. Severin. Yeah. Eating ice cream yeah. with Raul. So that was one. pretty funny. Yeah. That scene was yeah. really funny. I haven't edited I it yet. Almost... And I cannot wait. <laughs> In that comic I drew, I almost put a bowl of ice cream in Severin's hand. Yeah. <laughs> I should have. I should. I can't wait for people. There, uh, well, but... I mean, like in real life, I, people would have seen it by now. But I can't wait for people to see that comic you drew. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't. Really funny. Yeah, shown anybody yet, but it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a long arc. It was. I'm just thinking back to it. It was like eight episodes. It was a long time. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other fan art you want to see? My, I really want to see the coffee shop one too. <laughs> I think it's just hilarious. You guys just like nervously like hanging out over over over. I said coffee shop, ice cream ice shop. Cream. We cannot decide what kind of <laughs> shop this is. Ice cream shop. <laughs> or Sammy chasing Severin on the roof. That was kind of neat too. <laughs> that was fun. That would be fun. Just for once, I, I don't, I don't know if it's just me, but. 
a, like a well-dressed bad guy is always cool. Okay, the, I mean, even if you hate them, if they have cool fashion sense, and Raul strikes me as someone who would have cool fashion sense. Oh, yeah. So I'm, Except so I'm for just, when he was naked. Well, yes. yeah, obviously. Because <laughs> then he doesn't have scene. any sense of anything. Uh, but I'm just, I'm just thinking what sort of... I'm just thinking what sort of day-to-day wardrobe would he, you know, you know, just... Yeah. If you're wondering about the naked scene, it's because I wanted to, like, emphasize that he was very confident and, like, had control over the situation. Yes, definitely. Just if you wanted a little... It peeked into my writer brain. You succeeded. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that was a funny scene. There were a lot of really good scenes in this one. Yeah. I really enjoyed this arc a lot. There were a lot. Alrighty. It was a nice change going from the angst arc to this. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a little less angsty up until uh, you you got blown up. We were just yeah. yeah. There was we were some blown up angst and then we had to there. Kill and then Bjorn had a car full of unconscious, almost dead people. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was fun. Yeah, just mm-hmm. blood everywhere. <laughs> it's okay. I've got detailers. Uh, yeah, I was Bjorn's just imagining like because there was the risk. There is the risk of him getting pulled over because you made him like make that roll. Yeah. I was like, w- how in the world is this gonna look when this cop just pulls up to his car, looks in, and sees blood everywhere and like four unconscious <laughs> people? Like, it wouldn't have gone well. No, it would have been fine. Here's no. my badge and bringing these people to the hospital. End of story. Leave me alone. Yeah, I don't think that. <laughs> I think there may have been some more that. questions there. <laughs> Yeah. It would have at least slowed you down and made you lose more hit points. Yeah, probably. Most of you were unstable. I think actually, I think maybe only Sammy was unstable at that point because you had stabilized everyone else and then in the yeah, process destabilized I yourself. Yeah, put yeah, it on yep. myself. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. Oh, that was yeah. pretty funny. It was all. It was yeah. all. There's so many really funny moments in this arc, <laughs> and then there were so like super serious, scary ones. I was like, oh, I'm fine, and then I healed Severin and passed the, <laughs> yeah. the heck out. Like, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Uh, Alrighty, well I do believe that is it for now we are going to get going with our prologue uh, if you guys are ready yes please oh my yes deep in the woods in a place we've never been before there is a long straight country road it's paved with slowly crumbling asphalt and marked with faded lines It has no connecting roads or turnouts. Nearly at the end of the road, there is a moderately sized two-story building. Quaint would be the word most people would use in describing it. Outside of the building, there are two cars, a pickup truck and a sedan. The pickup truck has just arrived. Its lights turn off and a young man steps down out of the truck and takes a breath of the muggy night air. He then turns around and hauls two bags out. One is a duffel bag, no doubt full of clothes and other necessities. The other is a hiking bag with a tripod attached to the side. He shoulders both and walks into the quaint little building. Inside, a small dining area takes up the majority of the bottom floor. A middle-aged woman stands behind the counter, tallying up her tips for the night. She smiles brightly and waves at the young man. Evening, hun. You gonna be needing a room? The man sighs in relief and hurries up the desk. Yes, please. I was hoping this was a motel. Google said... Well, never mind. Well... We like to call it an inn. Either way, just one night or will you be staying longer? Let's go with three nights if you aren't already booked. For the first time, he looks around at the rest of the room. Oh, we have the room. 
the woman behind the counter says with a small chuckle. Don't get too many out here anymore. I imagine not, the man says with a chuckle of his own. His eyes find the only other person in the room. A pretty young woman about his age, sitting drinking a cup of coffee at an otherwise unoccupied table. She glances up from her cup and gives him a small grin. Can I get you anything? The woman behind the counter asks. Oh, um, yes, the man falters, tearing his eyes away from the other woman. If I could have some hot cocoa? I can do that. The older woman glances at the other girl and smiles a knowing grin. Then she disappears into the back room. The man turns around and makes his way over to the table with the pretty young woman. Do you mind if I join you? He asks sheepishly. She smiles a dazzling smile that begins to melt his insides. Sure, go ahead. I was about to go to bed, but I could stay up a little longer. I'm David, he says, pulling a chair out for himself and extending a hand. Lindsay, she replies, taking his hand. Her hands are warm from the coffee cup and soft. Nice to meet you. What brings you out this way? Oh, I enjoy traveling around. I saw this place on Google Maps and I just had to know what it was. You? I'm a nature photographer. I'll be hiking out tomorrow to go look for an elusive subspecies of bobcat that's supposed to live around here. Lindsay smiles. That sounds exciting. Have you been commissioned by someone to come look for it? Oh, no, I, I do some work for National Geographic every once in a while, but this trip is just a passion project. The woman takes a sip of her coffee. So no one even knows you're out here. David laughs nervously. <laughs> I guess not. No one but you know. There's a sudden change in the room. He feels it, but doesn't understand it. A pit develops in his stomach that has nothing to do with the beauty of the woman in front of him. Before he can excuse himself, Lindsay reaches out and grabs his hand on the table. He jumps back in surprise, but doesn't take his hand back. Your hands feel strong. Oh, thank you, David responds, heat rising up his neck. Meaty, she continues. I... what? Her fingernails dig into his skin unpleasantly. Martha, she calls. Don't bother with that hot chocolate. He's not going to need it. In the darkness of that long, straight country road, a man's scream splits the night, with no other human around to hear it. <laughs>